This is episode 87 of the Ardella Training Podcast. Welcome to the all-new Ardella Training Podcast, the leader in innovative strength and performance training, where we help you train smarter to get maximum results. Committed to forging athletic bodies around the world. Now, let's get started with your host, strength and conditioning specialist, sports nutritionist, and former physical therapist, Scott Ardella. Hey guys, thanks for joining me for episode number 87. And in this week's episode, I'm going to tell you about a brand new study, literally hot off the press, about kettlebell training. And the, uh, this is a really interesting study, I thought, and I thought that I would go through and uh, tell you about the takeaways that we can learn from this new study. And uh, really, I think it confirms what we as kettlebell enthusiasts would guess about kettlebell training, but I think it's really important information and really uh, fits into the big picture of kettlebell training and the benefits of kettlebell training. So I'm going to tell you about that study in this week's episode. This week's episode should be a short session uh, as I go through the study. And then next week, we're going to get back to the interviews. And I've got some great interviews coming your way. As a matter of fact, next week, I think I have a really, really great one for you. I'll tell you at the end of this show who I think will be joining me for next week's podcast episode. And it will be a great one. Uh, Also, before we get into this, I just want to throw out a quick congratulations to the listeners who took part in the Tactical Strength Challenge. I happen to see people like Sharon Shiner, Suzanne Coe, Tim Beaumont, who did really well in the Tactical Strength Challenge, and uh, I hope that everyone that participated in the event had had a great experience and hit uh, some new numbers some new PRs. Uh, I wish I could have done it this fall, but it didn't work out with the, uh, the date. But there is another one, I believe, that will be in the spring of 2015. So consider the Tactical Strength Challenge as a potential uh, future event for you. I think it's a great event. All right, let's, uh, let's get started in this week's episode. So the study I'm going to share with you comes from the October 2014 Journal of Strength and Conditioning Research. I literally just got the, uh, the new journal, and every month I look forward to getting the journal. And one of the first things I do is look through and see if there's any new data, any new science in the area of kettlebell training. And this month, there was a new study. And it's really great to see a lot of these new studies coming out in regards to kettlebells. So I'll talk about this study, maybe some of the limitations, and then also some of the uh, takeaways uh, that we can learn from the study. So the study name is the Acute Hormonal Response to the Kettlebell Swing Exercise. And it comes out of the University of North Texas. And some of the information in the introduction of the study is the kettlebell exercises are used in various recreational fitness programs and in some collegiate and professional strength and conditioning programs. Yes, that's true. I mean, so we know that kettlebells is growing at a rapid rate. As more people are discovering the utility of kettlebells, kettlebells will continue to grow. At least that's the way that that I see it. It's been shown in previous studies that kettlebell training can improve maximal and explosive strength and also performance in Olympic weightlifting and powerlifting 
And this was demonstrated in previous trials in the Journal of Strength and Conditioning Research. And uh, some really interesting uh, data there as well. This study is basically looking at hormonal response and specifically the acute hormonal response. So what that means is what happens immediately following a kettlebell training session. And this uh, study was looking at the kettlebell swing only. And I'll, I'll tell you all about how they did the trial. But basically what it was looking at is concentrations of circulating testosterone, growth hormone, and cortisol to find out whether they were increased acutely, again, right after exercise, in response to a bout of kettlebell training. Now, it's been proven in previous trials that these hormones, testosterone, growth hormone, and cortisol, were acutely increased in response to a bout of heavy resistance exercise training. And that is primarily due to using large muscles. The large muscle mass is what stimulates the uh, powerful response of these hormones. And then certainly uh, variables such as intensity, volume, duration of the rest period, uh, exercise mode. These are variables that play into the magnitude of the acute hormonal response. And again, typically resistance exercises that use larger muscle groups are the ones that result in greater hormonal response. Now, in this trial, the kettlebell swing that was used is the Russian-style kettlebell swing. It doesn't say that, but the kettlebell swing that's described is taking the kettlebell from between the legs to approximately eye level. So that would indicate the Russian-style swing as opposed to the American-style swing. I should probably mention here that the standard that's mentioned in Simple and Sinister by Pavel the standard for the swing there is to swing the kettlebell to approximately chest level, just to make note of that. All right, let's talk a little bit more about the study. And it goes on to say that the kettlebell swing involves a large muscle mass and results in substantial muscular activation in the posterior chain and abdominal muscles. The thought with the study is that the kettlebell swing could induce a large acute response in hormones, and the hormonal response in kettlebell exercises has not been examined before in any trials. So that's really the value of this trial, is that while acute hormonal response has been studied in other exercise trials, looking at other exercises, it has not been studied in looking at the kettlebell swing. So what would you think would happen as far as hormonal response with the kettlebell swing. We would think that testosterone, growth hormone, and cortisol would be elevated with a higher intensity exercise, a full body exercise like the kettlebell swing. But again, we don't know that. So this study examined 10 recreationally resistance trained men who performed 12 rounds of 30 seconds of kettlebell swings that were alternated with 30 seconds of rest. So they did this for 12 minutes, the 12 rounds of 30 seconds of work followed by 30 seconds of rest. Now this was a previous uh, protocol that was done in a prior trial. And what the authors did in this trial is they basically modeled that same protocol because that was a effective protocol in the previous study. Now, they used a 16-kilogram kettlebell 
or a 35-pound kettlebell. That was used by all participants. And they mentioned that they did this because this is the recommended starting weight for men. Now, remember, these these subjects uh, had been exercising, but they weren't doing kettlebells. So they were new to kettlebells. And I'll go through uh, how they were uh, looked at here in just a minute. Now, the criteria for the participants is that they had to have engaged in resistance exercise at least twice a week for at least the previous three months. But they have had no experience with kettlebell training or kettlebell swings specifically. So they basically had one session where the participants were familiarized with proper kettlebell swing exercise as far as the technique and safety procedures. Now, it doesn't say exactly what that was, but it says that they had training for a session prior to the 12 consecutive rounds of the kettlebell swing. So they had this session one where they had some training around how to do the kettlebell swing. And then they came back and they did this session two, and that's where they actually did the protocol and then they collected the measurements. So they only had one training session where they were given instruction around how to do the kettlebell swing. They basically collected blood samples before their training that looked at the hormones, testosterone, growth hormone, and cortisol. And then they looked at uh, blood samples immediately after the exercise, after that uh, 12 rounds. And then they looked at it again at 15 minutes later, and then again at 30 minutes later. So they looked at all these measurements immediately following 15 minutes and then 30 minutes later. So here's what they found. They found that participants completed a total of 227 swings for an average of 19 swings per minute. And there was a plus or minus there, but this was the average. So this is again, the 30 seconds of exercise and the 30 seconds of rest. The number of swings per round didn't change significantly during the experimental exercise session. They also looked at heart rate and rate of perceived exertion. And you might expect that heart rate and rate of perceived exertion, RPE, was significantly higher than at the previous round. And it actually peaked for the final round of swings. The heart rate averaged across all rounds was 157 beats per minute. So the study basically found, let's look at the hormones. Let's look at each of the hormones. Testosterone was significantly higher immediately following exercise at 15 minutes and at 30 minutes post-exercise. Growth hormone was higher at post-exercise, 15 minutes and 30 minutes. Cortisol was higher immediately following and at 15 minutes, but not at 30 minutes. And with cortisol, you'd like to see that return to baseline. And as I mentioned, heart rate increased progressively from 57 to 170. So this is the first study to examine the acute hormonal response to kettlebell swing exercise, and it provides a unique physiological insight into this style of training, into kettlebells and into the kettlebell swing. The major finding of the study is that serum, testosterone, growth hormone, and cortisol were elevated immediately after kettlebell exercise session. It was also found that measures of metabolic demand, such as heart rate, rate of perceived exertion, and also lactate concentration were increased over the course of the kettlebell exercise bout. 
Now, how important is this acute hormonal response to training? Well, that's, that's really the good question, right? So wh- what does this mean that these powerful hormones are elevated? Well, this is where the data is a little bit conflicting. Well, without getting too confusing, the bottom line is that these acute hormonal responses may lead to increased strength development and increased hypertrophy. Now, this has been, again, conflicting in some of the studies, but the acute hormonal responses may be a factor in strength and muscular development. That's the takeaway. So in this study, the kettlebell swing exercise elicited a increase in testosterone immediately after the exercise. The kettlebell swing still provided sufficient stimulus with a combination of intensity, volume, and muscle mass involvement to induce a post-exercise increase in serum testosterone concentration. This is pretty significant, uh, especially when you consider the intensity of the kettlebell that was used in this trial. And the intensity, again, is that 16-kilogram kettlebell, which is not a significant load, uh, to be honest. Now, I know that it is the recommended kettlebell to be used uh, for a typical male, but we don't have any demographic information around uh, size of these males, um, you know, what their training history was. We don't have any height and weight, so we have no idea. So you could have a, a very big participant that was swinging a kettlebell in this trial. We don't know, and we don't know anything about the style and the efficiency that they were using with the kettlebell swing. Yes, as I mentioned, they did get proper instruction, but they only had one session of uh, kettlebell swing instruction. Now, in addition to testosterone, the other really important hormone is growth hormone, which was elevated immediately after the kettlebell exercise session in this study. Now, growth hormone obviously is very important in muscular development, in our health, in our body composition. So to see a increase with kettlebell exercises here in this study was a very, very important finding. So let me just now summarize the key takeaways from this study. The first thing is that the science confirms what we would think would occur training with kettlebells. So we would expect to have this increase in testosterone, growth hormone, cortisol, uh, progressive increase in heart rate, and rate of perceived exertion. We would expect these things to occur, providing we're using the right type of protocol, the right intensity, the right training volume, and so forth. But it is important that we have the scientific data, the evidence to support what we would think would happen. So number two is that powerful hormones such as testosterone and growth hormone are acutely stimulated. Remember what I said that the data is kind of up in the air, whether the acute effects are beneficial for chronic changes. Some studies are positive. Some studies are inconclusive. However, I do think that there may be a benefit with a acute hormonal response compared to no change, no response at all. And this may lead to increased strength and muscular hypertrophy. Again, may being the key word. And number three is that we could further speculate that intensity, volume, and protocol may stimulate a more powerful response. And 
I would definitely say that using higher intensities, using different protocols would almost certainly induce a higher testosterone growth hormone and cortisol response. I, I think it's certainly beneficial and encouraging that we do see these hormonal responses even with a lighter load. The fourth takeaway is that kettlebells are highly effective for total body strength and conditioning and, uh, they belong in every strength and conditioning program for multiple benefits. So the, the swing in particular is a very, very effective exercise for strengthening, for conditioning, for cardiovascular fitness and health, uh, for movement, for explosive strength, and the list could go on and on. And I think that this study is another piece in the puzzle supporting the benefits of kettlebell exercises and specifically the kettlebell swing. And then the fifth takeaway is obviously more research is needed. There's no question. As I mentioned, what would responses look like with higher intensity, with different training protocols, looking at previously trained kettlebell enthusiasts? For example, what would it look like if I were to be included in this study and some of you who have a lot of uh, training and experience with kettlebells, would we still be eliciting these powerful hormonal responses? It'd be really interesting to see and maybe compare that versus someone that is recreationally trained, but not specifically trained in kettlebells. So again, a really interesting study, and it's great to see this emerging data in the area of kettlebell science. I hope you learned uh, something about uh, what's going on from a physiological standpoint when we're training, again, you know, the, uh, the acute response of testosterone, growth hormone, and, uh, and cortisol. I mean, these are very powerful hormones that play a role in muscular development, in strength development, in body composition when we are training. So uh, I hope you got value from it. Uh, all right, I'm going to wrap up this week's episode and as I mentioned, next week, I should have an amazing interview with New York Times bestselling author, Kelly Sturette. Kelly joined me for an interview. We talked about his uh, great book, Supple Leopard, and he's got a great new book coming out in the next couple of weeks. You're going to hear about that book. We're going to talk about movement and mobility and uh, some unconventional training uh, tactics, and uh, I think it's going to be a fantastic interview that you're really, really going to enjoy. And I'm certainly looking forward to the uh, interview with Kelly. And that is going to lead off a series, again, of great interviews coming your way here on the Ardella Training Podcast. So that does it for this week's episode. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you next week on the Ardella Training Podcast. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening to the Ardella Training Podcast. Go to ArdellaTraining.com right now to join Scott's tribe of passionate fitness enthusiasts. Get valuable updates and resources that will help you take it to the next level. Train strong. We'll catch you next time on the Ardella Training Podcast.